podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Episode 8 of Below the Bell, a boxing podcast brought to you in association with Boxing Monthly. My name is Alex from Bristol, I'll be your host again this week. I'm joined as ever, as it seems now, <laughs> uh, with Cal. Yeah, hello. Uh, Flown is filth. Hey there. Back in the cave. In the cave. What's unknown? It's, really, it's a shame. I know we won't, obviously, yeah. send out pictures of where you live no, to the general no, public. But it's a shame, because it really is. If you're into boxing, wrestling... Anything to do with crime? It seems this place is this place really is a, a dungeon of, uh, of despicableness. It's just a boy's bedroom. It's a teenage bedroom. Yeah, it is. It is true. I knew that was coming. Yeah. So, welcome everybody again. Thanks everyone for listening and downloading and, and interacting in the last couple of weeks. We really appreciate it. It's been a busy couple of weeks. We've got a lot to get through tonight. So, um, there's only one place to start, really, yeah. and that's Golovkin Brook. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out a couple of topics that I think we should cover, okay. right? And we'll go for it one by one, okay. right? We're gonna go with I want to talk about the the hype and yeah. the, the bit of build up beforehand, which we talked about in the in the previous weeks. I know, but yeah. it really intensified in that last week. I've got some strong views, okay, right? and I want to get them across. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, and then I want to talk about. Uh, the, the early rounds and obviously the stoppage, right? Okay. But then and then some of the reaction to that stoppage, right? right. So let's let's start with the. With the fight itself, all right? Okay, so how, how did you think... Did it go as you expected? Yes, yes and no. Uh, yes, it did, because uh, for Boxing Monthly, I said that it would be stopped in five rounds. Yeah. Uh, I thought Brooke would, would do... Yeah, I thought Brooke would do okay. I thought <clears throat> his fast hands would show, but I just thought that the extra muscle would cause him to tire, and I thought Golovkin would get the stoppage. I didn't think Brooke would do as well as he did do. He, it's, at times, especially in round two, he looked sensational. He did look really good in round two, especially. Um, I've watched it twice now, because... I did a review piece for, Bo- for Boxing Monthly and so I watched it a second time this time I watched it with the HBO commentary and so it was a lot calmer not so irrational um, the commentary and I'm sure we'll come to it was yes. fucking mental um, <laughs> but uh, it was a lot calmer and watching it on the HBO comms it was pretty much all Golovkin bar the second round for me okay I've uh, I'm not too far off but I'll let T go first because I've got I've got if I want to rant go um, on <laughs> Well, I went as expected. I think the commentary kind of skewed it a bit, maybe. And yep. doing better than I thought he would. But I think what I took away from the fight was Golovkin, I don't think he trained that well for it. I don't think he really no. cared. I think he knew just to turn up and win. No head movement, just looked very plodding. And in a way, that's probably helped him because more people will want to fight him after that performance than beforehand. Yeah, I agree. You two have pretty much taken my points away from me. I think... Yeah, first of all, I think the the whole thing about the the way in for a start of oh he's not smiling, he doesn't look very happy, uh, and it was it was being peddled so much by uh, by Sky, it was just like ridiculous photos of him of Golovkin twenty minutes later in a meeting room doing some press, yeah, perfectly happy, smiling, 
And it, I mean, it was, it was just a joke. That really, really annoyed me. You I don't, probably I don't know did why. it on purpose to play into it. Or, know? as T said, just not. It, it's, I don't. I don't think he was particularly motivated for this fight. Maybe uh, it's just yeah. gone in with the whole Eubank negotiations, the fact that that has kind of dropped away. It's kind of been a, a bit of a saga to get yeah. a fight here in the, in the first place of what, yeah. of who and where this yeah. fight was going to be. He's probably just sick of it. Um, that, that was my first point. The second point in the fight, again, I agree. I thought it started... Uh, it was a ferocious pace uh, at times, and I think Brooke looked good. He, yeah. he looked really good. Um, technically mm-hmm. but no matter what anyone says nothing nothing was getting to Golovkin no. that uppercut that Sky insisted on replaying 50 times at the end of uh, at the end of the fight where they're saying oh it lifted him off his feet <laughs> <laughs> it's just honestly <laughs> right. I love it when Carl Freund said I saw his legs go yeah, no you fucking didn't yeah. I don't know I, never, I didn't know who was talking to who on Sky there was, was about 8,000 different experts yeah. they had over the night it was hysterical especially the main event the commentary was hysterical like but, Adam Smith he shouldn't yeah. do it. it there was have... there was a comment of a this. This looks like it's going to be another Hagler Hearns from Adam. Oh Smith, yeah, which, uh... he said yeah, this is kind of turning into a mini Hagler Hearns. I think was the. And I like Adam Smith. It's, it's a shame, really, but uh, it's. But anyway, we'll, we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. But yeah, as I thought, like I said, the, the second round was great. It, as a as entertainment, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, I actually loved it, but I think um, my, I walked away from the fight thinking, you know what. That those punches, I don't think I don't think Golovkin was buzzed. No, I don't think he was hurt. No. I think he was annoyed. Yeah, frustrated. I think yeah. he wanted to finish the night early. I think he probably overestimated Brooke or or wasn't as motivated for it, which led to when Brooke suddenly did land a couple of yeah. bits and pieces. It probably pissed him off and was like, you know what? I just want to get this done yeah. and over with. And and I heard a lot of stuff afterwards about you know Barry Hearn, for example, did an interview on on IFL straight afterwards and. And said about you know it was if if Kel's eye hadn't have gone you know in that first round it would have really interesting to see what those later rounds did as if that injury just magically appeared on its own. Yeah, yeah, Golovkin yeah. broke your skull, mate. Yeah. in the in the first round. Yeah, that that's that's what he's done. All right, Golovkin wasn't at his best, and let's let's talk about that very briefly. Did we were we disappointed in Golovkin's performance? Yeah, definitely. I thought I thought in the first couple of rounds, especially, I thought Brooke made him look slow. Yeah. I thought he made him look pondering. Uh, Man and kept talking about no head movement. It was apparent. Like, it was really clear. I thought Brooke did make him look silly, and I do think to an extent the hype has been exposed a little bit. I think with him because people, you know, what really kind of pissed me off a while ago it was about a year ago. Ring magazine did a poll on. Um, great middleweights and they had Golovkin in it and I thought well fuck off your best wins at the time was Matthew Macklin and it was they've gone it's really overboard the hype um, with with Golovkin so I think that the hype has been exposed a bit with Golovkin well Ring Ring Magazine have got him at number 3 above Andre Ward yeah that's fucking on the power of a band mental can I just say on Matthew Macklin very quickly how many times did they show his stoppage (laughs) (laughs) the the poor bloke was he's like was literally was sick because they they even they were I think at one point they mentioned saying oh you're going to get sick of this (laughs) but then they still showed it about 15 times after that, but yeah. T, what, what do you think he of Golovkin's performance? Ribs. Um, um, I don't know. I think he's had um, a long line of easy, well, relatively easy defences. Um, I mean, people looked at the Curtis Stevens and in Lemieux fight, people could really hit hard, and he still punched through them. It's similar in a way to Marvin Hagler. Hagler was having 
fairly easy defences for five, six years before Hearns and before Hearns came along. I mean, he was. I think he beat Tony Simpson, you know, famous brummy. He beat beat him in five, six rounds, and people of that level. And then he fights Duran, and Duran actually extends him. Yeah, yeah. In there, he fights Hearns, and obviously does Hearns in three rounds. And he, then he fought. I think he fought Mugabe. Yeah, John Mugabe, yeah. and I think that's when. Then they said, "Right, I want to fight him now." Maybe Glo- maybe Canelo is doing a similar thing with seeing um, signs of him slowing down. Then he'll take the fight. Oh, Canelo's definitely longing it out. Yeah, you know, Golovkin's thirty-four. He's definitely longing it out. He's probably going to wait until this time next year. Yeah, you know, uh, Mexican Independence Day next year, and then he'll maybe have it then. Is Brook the best opponent that Golovkin's faced? Yes, Calibre. Yeah, yeah, But it's a bit like I don't know. It's a bit like Fury's best win being against Andre Ward. You know, it's yeah. half his size. Yeah, yeah. It's the best Calibre fighter, but he's not the best opponent that yeah. he. And I think it was. I think Golovkin kind of showed that himself in his uh, post-fight comments when he said he's not middleweight. And when he said that, it's like, but I mean, you knew that beforehand, mate. Yeah. You knew when a middleweight, and now you're saying after the fight, yeah, you know, he's a good fighter, but he's not a middleweight. Think, sorry, go on. To an extent. Um, I think Eddie Earn had to get him an opponent. Yeah. And the date was going to go. My yeah. new bank went south. I think he just had to get someone in there. And, yeah. And Brooke stepped in. And Brooke wanted a big fight. Brooke really, really wanted a big fight. Yeah. And he, and you could argue he nearly had. Grow- There's been some talk of him going up to 154 for a little while, hasn't there, with Brooke? Yeah, it was always it was it's, it's always going to happen. I think that's probably where. It but we'll get on to, on to Brooke in a minute. I think. My, my only, I think I, feel, I have a little bit of sympathy for Glover because I think you look at the Lemieux fight where he was then criticised for kind of by some for not making it you know for, for being a bit more technical and, 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 and trying to sit behind that jab a bit more than he was against, and, but against Brooke but against Brooke he came out you know was was rash at times yeah, you know, big was, overhand yeah. rights missing a lot of the time you know maybe that was just frustration as I said earlier but like I said I feel for him a little bit because he seems to there are as much as there are Golovkin fanboys there are also people that will will Try and make a reason as to why the, why the hype is isn't real either way. Yeah. So I feel for him in in that sense. Um, like I said, I think Brook probably is the best technical opponent that he's faced. Um, does that? And, and like I said, whether it might have shown up some weaknesses that like you say, but I think the other middleweights now we saw Billy Joe Saunders, you know, <laughs> get his video out straight in in, in his caravan, which I actually love. Yeah. Um, Straight away, you know, saying, "Look, you know, I think that was on. If I don't take this fight with you, I'm basically a shitbag." <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't really watch the iFilm stuff. I just don't have the. I don't know. It's uh, probably from living in a cave. I just don't have the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, but the only thing I saw was the triple G spot thing, and that was it. That's all I needed <laughs> yeah. to see. But was, like I said, the other middleweights, and I think we'll, you know, might see him as that. I'm like you're saying, Canelo's. I think Canelo's playing a long game. We'll, we'll come on to him in, in, a, in a bit. Um, the stoppage. Thoughts, Cal? Absolutely fine with it. No problem with it at all. He, he broke his orbital bone or he's broke his eye socket. You know, it's he's injured, and that fifth round, Golovkin was all over him. He was teeing off. Mm. He was teeing off on him. And for me, there's two when a, in the when a stoppage happens, there's two criteria: a is he defending himself? B is he throwing back? He wasn't really defending. He was defending himself to an extent, but he was taking a lot of clean shots. And he wasn't frying back. He was not really frying back at all. And so for me, I had no problem with it. Um, and yeah, I had no problem with it at all. Um, I don't know if the ref ignored the towel or you know. He, he didn't see because he's, yeah. he's waving. Didn't he? It was a blind side, wasn't it? It's, that's interesting actually because I um, I read some from Joe Gallagher earlier in the week talking about talking about the stoppage mm-hmm. and talking about stoppages in general. He talked about Paul Smith against Andre Ward. Yeah. When people were criticising him for how long it took 
for whilst he was up on the apron before yeah. the, before the towel came in. Yeah. And he's saying, look, if if you don't feel that the ref or the or the opposing fighter can see. Yep. you or what you're about to do if I'd have thrown that town in straight away and it landed behind the ref and behind behind Golovkin that doesn't help anyone Kel sees it yeah. and maybe stops for a half yeah. a heartbeat and, and that half a heartbeat can be all in temp- and all I think in Kel had seen it hadn't he I think yeah he I, I, no, I, I don't think he I think, no, yeah by the time it throws in mm-hmm. yeah I think no one might not have seen it or if Kel had seen it is my point yeah. and he takes a half step or, or half a, a moment off and then that you know that yeah, could that do some serious damage yeah. and I think that's what happened with, with Paul Smith and, and Andre Ward yeah. they, he had to wait for Paul to come off of the ropes yeah. to be able to see uh, yeah. for and, and for Ward and the ref to be able to see it so it's interesting the stoppage I, like I said I had no issue a lot of booing in the crowds yeah, but to be fair they don't, they don't know they didn't know his ass soccer was broken yeah. so yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, know, I know there's a lot of I know the, Eddie Hearn gets a lot of stick for being you know, the members of Terry and all the, all the rest of it but yeah. if you're in the stadium or if you're in the arena you don't know he's got a broken eye soccer you're wondering what the fuck's going on Yeah. and when Ingle came out to speak to explain he had no voice in it and he got yeah. booed I mean mm. It's hard to say, but I don't think you should condemn the fans too much. Because if you no. if you're in the state, you're not going to know he's got a broken eye socket. Paulie Malinaji said, it. "I thought, I initially thought Kelbrook got thumbed by, yeah, because of the swelling. Yeah, yeah, I thought he got thumbed, you know, Duran style. Yeah, but then it turned out, I mean, Malinaji fair play him called it. So that was a broken eye socket. Yeah, because yeah. was really- there was a moment in the corner as well where they had the towel over, and I, I'll bet you any money that that um, that Ingle was saying to, to Kelvin, look. If if anything gets any worse, I'm going to pull you out. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that that conversation that conversation happened. I think you know, in terms of the eye itself, you could tell straight away when it happened because Kel yeah. was pouring out at me, and he looked and he kept looking yeah. at the corner. He looked in in real distress at one point as to yeah. thinking, "Shit, what's going on?" Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's, it was it was. I was going to say it's clinical, then it probably wasn't, but it was. You know that's that's the type of thing he was up against, and, and for people to say, "Oh well, if his eye hadn't gone," but that's completely beside the point. I think stoppage-wise, um, yeah, I agree. I think it, it was the right it was the right thing to do. Um, I understand now. I I hadn't thought about it in that way in terms of the stoppage, the way Joe Gallagher described in terms of angles and, and you know people being able to see blah blah blah, um, and which makes even more sense now. But um, I think I think it would have been it was interesting the reaction. Right, that that the the commentary had to the stoppage as well. Yeah, I think there was as much as the whole thing was was agreed. It still took a little bit of time before everyone to go agree. There was still a little bit of surprise down, yeah. from them, and I think uh, that's that's that probably didn't help either. What, um, do, you, what do you make of Eubank Junior's comments? Though? Yeah, so for anyone that hasn't seen it or hasn't read, so Eubank has apparently sent a tweet out directly after saying, "My corner don't you know Glovkin when you're ready to fight, my corner don't own towels." Yeah. I think the line going around was they don't own pens either. Like <laughs> um, yeah, I mean my my thoughts on that were silly. I, the last the whole thing with the Golovkin fight falling through, and I must say these comments afterwards, I was a big big Eubank Junior fan, and I still am. That really disappointed me. Well, yeah. I was disappointed because of you know look what happened to Nick Blackwell, mm-hmm. and you you and your old man are telling the referee to stop the fight, and you're saying, "Well, my corner don't carry towels." I don't think. I don't think he weighed all that up before. No. Before he just put the tweet out, and obviously, he's probably he's probably on a point of view now where I've sent it. I'm not going to back down. No, I, I disagree because he had an interview at, with Talk Sport yeah. afterwards. They asked him, "Do you stand by these comments?" and and he and he stuck with him. And he went. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to back yeah, down. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry. He's, he's just it. doubled down on it. He's just like, right, I've said it now. I've got to stick by it. I'm just going to double down. Because Fain said the same, and he was still arguing it, even when it was apparently it was a broken yeah. ice socket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and I know, I get it. You know, fighters want, uh, fight fans want to want to see a definitive ending, whether that comes from the ref 
referee or it comes from a knockout or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and I have heard on, on in other things that I've listened to and, and read uh, since the fight, some people saying, you know, that there's, there's, it, who didn't particularly agree with, with pulling them out. Yeah, I think... You know, can't, can't, you yeah. know if it, if, is it going to get... If that eye socket went in the first round... Mm-hmm. Leaving it till round five, round six, is, is that, has that helped it at all? Probably not. You know, yeah. could you have let him get to the round and pull him out of the corner yeah. at that point? I don't know. But obviously, the ice hockey is important. But I think, I think more importantly is he was getting battered around the ring for that exactly. fifth round. I think you know, I, the injury was bad, and that was you know probably the main reason. But more important than that, he was getting completely dominated in that fifth round by a, a guy that's much bigger than him. Maybe not. You know, I know they weighed the same, but he's naturally a middleweight, yeah. and he fucking hits hard. You know, it was it was the right stoppage because of the circumstances of the fight outside of the eye socket. It reminded me of um, the Matisse v Postol fight oh. because that fight, the team, I mean, obviously he was a decent fight, but in Ocracy, he just went on one knee and took the count. Yeah. Maybe Cobra could have done that, but that was weird. I remember thinking, what the fuck's happened? And he said, oh, his eyes fucked. Yeah. And Carl um, Brook is linked to fighting, um, hang on, is it Canelo and Smith, the winner? Yeah. Koto and Carl will always be there. So these are big fights. Yeah. yeah. And if he, if his eye was completely buggered, then he doesn't get those fights. And I don't believe he's earned enough now to retire one. So yeah. what, what's the point of him being blinded and not being able to fight again? Well, look at Antonio Margarito. The state of his eye after yeah. what Manny Pacquiao did to him. And, I, and bringing up Margarito is a great point because I don't think you can have it both ways because mm. people talk about Margarito in terms of uh, you know he should he's be there, but he's there forever and should and you know in, no matter what's happening he, and he'll be there forever yeah uh, but then if you're saying about people wanting to be able to pull people you can't have it both ways exactly, you know yeah, so exactly. it's it's a difficult one on on Brook um, now quickly I think we've all walked away from that with a huge amount of more even more credit for Brook than what they were despite yeah. the sky going hard oh, you know Triple G pound for pound number one in the world Kel Brook going to now be number one if he beats him no, you know this nonsense and that Rubbish. really really annoys me I was but, just there to sell a fight but I think the more of, I think the, the Brook's performance I, you know we've talked about it before you mentioned Kel but you, you know, felt that it was a cash grab mm-hmm. which, which I don't disagree with you on but I think he, I think he went into that ring genuinely believing he could, he could win that fight after that first after the I second round I think I think yeah. he genuinely felt that and I think yeah. his performance his performance um, showed that in terms of going forward then for Brook I mean we've, we've talked about Golovkin going forward after Brook fight already we've done that previously we don't need to go over that again other than you know he said he wants the Billy Joe Saunders fight let's hope that happens because another fight in the UK yeah be great whether that sells or his not, best I don't competition know. is in the UK you know obviously you've got Danny Jacobs is there but other than that it's Saunders and it's Eubank I don't think there's any other top middleweights around that, that give Ooh. Golovkin the, I think I couldn't think Chris Eubank gives him the best fight out yeah. of all of them I think he's tough enough I think he's fresh enough he's got the variety of skills he's got that that arrogance that you need that swagger to, to come and I think he generally believes he can beat Golovkin the old man maybe doesn't mm. but I think he really does I think he gives out of all three the best fight okay. I think it's a bit um, I mean going from Golovkin to Tommy Langford you know, <laughs> I mean it's it's no, the first I, one I'm the first of his one I'm not going to as well. I'm, I'm weighing it up I'm it's, it's a it bit up. like you know when you really love someone or love love a sports star to do something really bad you think come on yeah I love you better bits but this yeah. is I mean is he ready for Golovkin maybe not but at least fight I mean his dad never won the British title his dad didn't win it outright either and I yeah. think that's what he's, that's what he stands to achieve here yeah but yeah yeah I think after he fights Langford he's not going to fight Golovkin after that so he needs to fight 
a well, top ten ranked <coughs> fighter in one of the divisions. If he wants to win it outright, he needs another win after Langford. Really? I thought what you'd. Oh. Yeah. Fuck's sake. So it's, you win the belt and it's three defences. Yeah, three. I thought yeah. he had three. So he won the belt with Blackwell, oh, yeah. then it's Duran, then it'd be Langford, and he'll need one more. Mm. So it's he needs to get it in quickly if that's what he wants to do. Who could um, that. Who would that I, don't, I can't remember British Frank. They might, they might let him have a volunteer. It depends. It's, it's all, they talk yeah. about Murray, aren't they? I don't, I don't know. If I Murray can't. goes back down to down to middleweight at his age, yeah, you will stop him. Yeah, middleweight. Yeah, I think the, um, Brooke even mentioned he may even go back down to one four seven. But no. when I saw that fight, I thought maybe he does beat Spencer because I remember before I got a waiver and I thought, yeah. well, that's I thought, mm-hmm. I thought, Kyle Brook at his very best. I don't think Spence has it all his own way against him. Maybe not. I wouldn't <laughs> like to think that Spence had it all his own way because Brooke, Brooke's a quality, a quality operator. No matter what anyone thinks, he's 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 a, he's a talented, talented guy. I think the issue is is at one four seven now. Again, with Eddie, you can't with Eddie Hearn, you can't have it both ways. So he's told us for, he's the best one four seven in the world. Just needs a chance to prove it, right? So his big his big breakout fight in inverted commas, which obviously isn't because he lost, but. Um, is against Golovkin is against Golovkin a, a, a completely different way yeah and now we're saying if he goes back down and where Herm was saying of oh, where he was struggling to make 147 he can only operate at 60% well you can't go back down to 147 then, no. and then because well, you can't do it I mean I'm not saying he I'm not saying if he went down to 147 he'd beat Spence now yeah and if he never went up at all he would have but mm. I think Carl Brook is, is unlucky that he won the IBF belt maybe if he won another version of the belt he'd be in a better position they're, they're enforcing all these mandatories on him yeah. and Carl Brook without a belt is nothing yeah, it's not like um, it's not like Mayweather can just throw a belt in the bin yeah. and still draw, still yeah. draw numbers. Cause, yeah, and it's the same with Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders without the belt is nothing. Yeah, no, nothing. Right. I mean, I don't know if he's cashing out of fighting um, Golovkin, but I I don't see. I mean, if Billy Joe Saunders has a mandatory, he has to fight him. Yeah, yeah, so has, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's, so let's sort. Of, I'm I'm almost convinced that Brook will land at one five four. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and I think I think. Um, I think the Canelo fight is is a real op- is opportunity. I think HBO would. Um, so as it depends how long the injury that. takes to heal, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm just saying it long term. I mean, you look at that division now, and you've got you've got the Charlo brothers. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know which one's which. Yeah. Uh, no, I do know. I pride myself on it. Uh, so Jamal I, and Jamal, who Jamal and Jamal, Jamal, fucking ridiculous. Jamal has got the IBF belt, <laughs> and he's the better one. Jamel is the WBC, WBC champion. Yeah. He went. He had a really good fight with John Jackson, who's Julian mm. Jackson's son. Yeah. He's inherit. John Jackson's inherited his old man's chin. I'm afraid. Uh, so he was really outboxing. He was really outboxing um, Charlo, and then got caught with a shot. Um, kind of like the old man. Um, so those two, I think he'd have a better chance with the, Jamel. The thing is, is that there's a perception in the UK that it's a weak division. Really and what I really, what I really admire about Manonaji said, you know what? I mean, it might not be Murderer's Row, but he's not just going to swan in there and win. There's no stars, is there? But there's a lot of competency. That's what he said. And also, I think... um, There's Andrew Lara at WBA Champions Row. I don't think he should fight Canelo just yet. I think he should maybe, well... I mean, Smith is likely to lose on, on the weekend, but I think maybe he should have a fight to feel his way around the division. I don't think he should go straight into... I hope he doesn't fight Koto. That'll upset me. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, I fucking love Curtis so much. <laughs> I wish he wasn't still fighting. But the, I love the, him. the tricky part of it is, and, and again, it comes back to 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 what Hearn says about about trying to sell these fights, and probably what happened at welterweight. You know, the, the things with with Brooke coming in and fighting, you know, trying to get a big fight again back over in the UK, it's going to be difficult unless it's Canelo. You know, the Charlie yeah. brothers, Lara, Andrada, yeah, um, Andrade. Sorry, it doesn't. 
you know, that's, that's a difficult zone. And you know, Kell Brook is not. Uh, he's a bigger name now. I was yeah. I was genuinely surprised at the amount of support that was there for Kell Brook. I thought the majority would be there to see Golovkin and almost be a neutral side of yeah. I, I, I was quite surprised. Maybe that was me being naive. But I think, like I said, that, that division, you've got the Smith, you've got Austin Trout. That's, yeah. that's another possibility. Austin Trout would be a good fight. The, 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 uh, there's a good point made, I can't remember where I heard it, was that um, Canelo struggled against um, Trout and Lara, and they're legit um, 154 fighters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe there's something. Maybe there's something in that. I think the uh, the thing with them is their styles as well. Yeah. They're both awkward, rangy southpaws, yeah. and I think that's probably more what he struggled with than than uh, the light middleweight element of it. Because um, yeah, Cotter, uh, you beat Cotter pretty handily. But Cotter's one four seven, one four. It's not. Yeah, it's not a light middle. So I think, like you said, I think we're we're gonna have to see how the inj- what injury and, and how the what the recovery situation is and then and then go from there but I think all agree that he lands at one one five. Oh yeah no he'll definitely go to yeah. 154 um, yeah and it, it won't be a layup for him to get to get a title absolutely not he's, he's going to have a tough ride getting a title I think he'll come back he'll fight someone like uh, Kamegi the, the Japanese guy that fought the weekend yep. against because uh, they're, they're he's at 154 now mm. and that's a good action fight um perhaps someone like that feel his way back in after the injury and then try and get a belt well, like I said, I think I think a huge amount of credit goes to to Kelbert for for his performance and you know took his licks. Yeah, did it. Earned his money. Fair yeah. play to him. Yeah. Let's briefly talk about the undercard very quickly yep. because I think there's a couple of talking points on there. I missed it all. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> well, in terms of uh, in terms, of, I mean, look, let's let's re- obviously you had you had the usual. You had Paul Smith. Yeah. You had uh, another world title. Surely just around the corner. Don't Paul stop. Smith. Can we just not talk about Paul Smith at all? Uh, uh, Connor Ben, who you know, dealt with someone, dealt with some guy, some five hundred to one on. Cam Smith uh, against Norbert. I can't pronounce his surname against yeah. Norbert. Uh, took, I, went took to the toilet. I went to the toilet during that. He said that. afterwards, you know, struggle for motivation to, to really get yeah, up yeah. to get up for that. And yeah. you know, so the Jack and I think the Jack and DeGale thing. He seems to think it's going to happen now pretty soon, yeah. and, and that will that will go from there. Um, he'll have to, and I have to wait for he that. He needs to find out. Do you know what? I'd, if I, if I was, he's can't, he can't just keep fighting these nobies for another because that that fight might not happen till May. Do you think they made a Groves fight? I I really want, and do you know what? I'm more confident of Groves beating him now than I than I've been for a long time. I'm I am not I'm not on this Callum Smith gravy train. I, I don't see it. Oh, you think Groves beat Smith? Callum Smith, yes, I do. Yeah, I don't. I love George, but I, I don't I, know. You know, I think Callum I think if Rose fights the right, right fight, maybe he maybe mm. does. Callum Smith hasn't shown me any. What's Callum Smith it's shown the, us the, yet? The other than the problem with Smith is that he when he beat the guy, I think it's El Mahamedi. What was yeah. the guy's name? Yeah, El Mahamedi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he was like a fringe contender. Yeah, and now he's fighting, you know, nightclub doorman. Yeah, so that's not going to help him. So if he's, no. if he goes from that to fighting the Groves. Who's seasoned? seasoned yeah, exactly. and, and what have we seen? What have we seen from Smith that have, that have got Sky so excited? Is a, a power, first round thing of, of Rocky Field in? Yeah. Okay, Rocky's probably not that great. Oh no, Rocky Field. Right, uh, and um, Paul Smith ducked him. Paul Smith fucking ducked Rocky Field in. I'll never forgive him. Sorry. <laughs> and then twelve rounds with Rebras. Yeah, which you know, which George did too. Yeah, so I, I'm quite confident of that. So, so that was Smith, and we'll see where that goes. Haskins Hall. Now there was a little bit of controversy with, with Haskins Hall. It's I've, I actually quite enjoyed the fight. I've heard a lot of people say that I it was one, dross. One, one of the cards is suspect. Though. I saw the last. I saw the last quarter. Of the fight. Yeah, I think one fifteen, one thirteen was probably Fine. fair. There was a one seventeen, one eleven in favour of Haskins, which I thought was that harsh. Was I think the general story of the fight went that Haskins won that first six. Yeah, five maybe six. Yeah. Hall came out strong and, and Haskins seemed to gas a little bit yeah. but 
Um, I, I've, I had him nicking it by... 115-113 was fine with me. I had it all the... I had it 115-113 to haul. Did you really? Yeah, but I think there was one of the, there was an American judge on there, and I think yeah. they tend to go for the you know the pop shots and the, and the, the slightly yeah. more um, slightly more uh, awkward awkward punches and stuff. And other judges, if if you're to come forward fighting, no matter what you're doing, mm-hmm. then you get marked in there. So I think it was a little bit unlucky. But I think even Stuart Hall at the end of it seemed to be quite. He wasn't like outraged. He wasn't. Was he? No, he wasn't. No, so, you're right. He wasn't outraged by it. He seemed to take it quite well. Him and Haskins you know, seemed to make up at the end because there was a lot of stuff about I hate you and all that stuff before. Yeah, I was actually a little bit disappointed much, at that, actually. Yeah. Much, really. Um, I'm but, yeah. disappointed they were friends afterwards. I was hoping that, <laughs> would, go, that would go afterwards. Um, and then we saw uh, Casemiro kind of clinically and pretty expertly get rid of Charlie Edwards. Too soon for Charlie Edwards, Cal? I thought, well, again, just like the Glovkin fight, what happens is exactly what I thought would happen. Casemiro is polished. That guy's been about. I was really. I've not seen very much of him before, to be honest. He beat my boy. He beat my boy and that room wrong, and that was devastating for me. So, you know, the fact that he beat him, I thought, okay, this guy's legit. I I think a little bit of credit to Charlie Edwards. I know he's not the most popular in in kind of hardcore, in inverted commas, circles, which I'm not 100% sure on why, but. a little bit of credit. We're fight- in this day and age where fighters are, uh, are scared to lose that O. Mm-hmm. You know, he was uh, he went in there and he took a chance, and yeah. he'll learn a lot from that fight. Yeah. So, all right, so let's let's move on from from the undercard. It, it was it was a, it was a good night of boxing, which was actually topped off with Chocolatito against Carlos Quadras. Yeah. So, I, I am I I love him so fucking it's much. To, he's not to love him. He's one sexy motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so. So he took he, t- he took the decision in the end. It was a unanimous unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. um, no problem with it. No, I didn't no. think so. You guys have not. I have any problem with it. No, no but um, I think that's the last division he'll jump up to. Oh, yeah, definitely. absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, won't yeah. jump up anymore. Because I know that. people say about it's only three pounds and that type of stuff about about you know it's not yeah. you know a shit three pound, but. This, this is a lot of weight for those guys. Well, you've got to look yeah. at the percentage of the body weight. That exactly. Time, it? Yeah. He went, what was it, minimum weight? Or, yeah, yeah. It was, mm. then he went up to, to Superfly or Flyweight Zone. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, it was a brilliant fight, a brilliant win. He's an exciting fighter to watch. I think they're talking about a rematch. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I think that's definitely happening. I'd like to, there's, a, there's the rematch possibility. And the fact that, look, congratulations to him, first of all, he's a fourth, yeah, fourth, four division champion. Four division, yeah. lineal champion. I've got a right mistake on all four. No, I don't know if they're Might be three. I don't think they're all lineal. I, no. think, I think three of them are. But anyway, um, he's, like I said, he was, and he's just, he's such a breath of fresh air to watch because yeah. he doesn't seem, he, he never seems troubled even when he is troubled. Like, yeah. And I was actually quite impressed with Kudras. Yeah, I, I was. Fire. I thought there was little three, four shot flurries, four, five um, shot combinations. I thought were great. He started doing the running man at one at one point, and it was, you know, it was it was a really entertaining, cracking fight. I've watched it back twice. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Chocolatito's footwork is just incredible. Yeah, Quadras was never Quadras never had Gonzalez in a position where he wanted him. Yeah, even when he got tagged and you know marked his eye up a, a bit mm-hmm. um, in in uh, Gonzalez's eye in that fight, but. He was never, never where Kudras wanted him, and I thought I, I'd like to see that fight again. Obviously, the the obvious fight is um, is uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he was anyway's had hand he? problems, hasn't yes. he? So, yeah, do yeah. we think that happens anytime soon? I think they're talking about. But I think the the Kudras rematch happens first, and then the, you know let Anuay heal up, maybe have a tune up. But he, he's always injuring his hands anyway, so. 
you know, it's, <laughs> it's, I love to see it, and I don't think promotionally it's going to be a problem. I think there's an appetite over for it over in America. It's just, um, can a new A stay fit? Can they get, can they, yeah. put, does everything come together? I watched Chocolatito, and you know, the thought that came to my head during the fight was, he's like the ultimate pressure fighter. Yeah. He's almost like he. You think of pressure fighters, and you think of like um, Duran and people like that. And a lot of people think about guys like Margarito and stuff. But he doesn't. He's he is the total pressure fighter, but he doesn't really get hit loads and loads and loads. He gets hit enough, and but not loads. Um, so I was really, really impressed with him. I thought he looked really good. Interesting you say that about the about you know the ultimate pressure fight because the pressure that he was putting on Quadras was, yeah. was unrelenting and yeah. it's interesting because HBO's commentary were talking about Quadras running. I was like, he's not running. It's just it's just un he's boxing. parallel pressure that he's having from yeah. that and he's he's trying to deal with it in the best way he can. So like I said, I, I'd like that fight, but like I said, on a night where pound for pound that term pound for pound was banded about very yeah. a lot on Sky yeah. watching the, the real pound for pound number one in my opinion yeah. in, in that fight was an absolute treat and that was that I, was great so like now for the pound for pound we said we before one of the last podcasts that the winner of Ward Kovalev would be number one do you I think now is it, do you think it's fair to say that they have to win emphatically to take over Chocolatito now I'd say so just not neither will though so yeah I think if Ward washes him 12 rounds to nil, then he's in the conversation, yeah. isn't he? We'll cover that closer well, to I am excited well, about he's that. Well, he's, he's above Golovkin anyway. Both of them are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. OK, so let's move on then for now. So it was a good, it was a good weekend of boxing. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It was, it, was, it was good fun. So, But we look ahead now to next weekend, or this yeah. weekend coming, sorry, um, when you're listening to this, which we're going to see uh, Canelo Alvarez, 47-1, and one, for Leah Smith, 23-1. and one. Um, yeah. So... What do we think? I'm a, I'm a big Liam Smith fan. Yeah. Uh, I think he's the most talented of the brothers. I know T is too. How many of us have sold a PPV? Uh, is it thirty thousand? No, it's uh, they've sold. F- they've said they've sold thirty six thousand tickets to the. To, it's in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, which is like it's fucking hundred thousand. I know, it? I know. I don't know what they're playing at. They're obviously close off the upper upper tier, and I don't know what they're going oh, to do. Fuck. Sorry, I'll go on. No, no. So no, it's fine. So the fight is it's like I said in Texas at the yep. Cowboys Stadium. Yep. Um, uh, I think yeah, tickets we'll, we'll see thereabouts and, and, and they're expecting a lot of walk-ups and I think that's right I yeah that's, that's probably fair I think um, like I said I'm a big fan of Liam Smith I think he's the most talented of the brothers he's um, he's got a style I think I'm, I'm going to be going out on some on some limbs here I, I think he's got a style that could cause um, Canelo a couple of issues I don't I personally don't see um, see Liam winning but I don't think it's going to be it's going to be one of those performances where uh, say with Stephen Smith against Pedraza for example mm-hmm. where he got pretty much kind completely outclassed yeah. yeah. but Leon Smith's a champion you wouldn't think so would you no, no. but this no. is the problem that we have now yeah. in modern boxing is that Liam, Liam Smith is, is, a, is a world champion without us actually being able to see what he can do he's on really. a fringe channel yeah, yeah. And we've spoke about this countless but times. In terms of opponents as well, yeah. Yeah, he, he, well, that, that's kind of the worry for me with this fight is the big thing for me, and I think it's underplayed, is the journey. I think people don't make enough of the journey. I think travelling to America down to Texas is going to be a lot different for him, you know, a different kind of environment, a different um, different weather. Um, Texas doesn't have really the, be- the, the best um, kind of facilities, the referees aren't great down there, the judges aren't great. Um, there was even some business with drug testing in the past. But we won't really talk about that. Um, I'm really, I really fear for him in this fight. 
mainly because he's stepping up huge in levels, yep. going through his record. His best, when I said this, I think I might have said this on the last pod, his best wins John Thompson when he won the belt. Um, you know, look down his record. Eric Ochiang, there's there. There's Steve O'Meara, there's there. Yeah. There's half a coin for Eric Ochiang. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. He that's really won the British title. There's no one. It's re- it's it's a so, huge step up in level. Yes, it is. It's, it's a big step, but I think um, uh, he's got he's got a nice high guard. Yep. Doesn't necessarily mean he's great defensively, but he has got a nice high guard. I mm. saw you know you watch the footage of him sparring with. with with Kel Brook, yeah. if you've seen that, and mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 you do put that across. He's actually his foot for a Gallagher fighter. In, in terms of, I'm, I'm, his footwork is a little different to most of the others that, that Gallagher trains. In, in yeah. my opinion, I think I think there's a little bit little bit lighter on his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I personally think that um, it, it will either get stopped. Canelo will take it late, yeah. late, late. Yeah. Um, or, or I, I can see, it, I can see it going a distance. He'll never get it on the cards no. in a million years. No, but um, I, I, I don't see this as a, like I said, as a, as a Smith Pedraza or a, you know, I know a Khan Canelo, for example, in terms of that type of performance from a Brit going to Canelo. I know different weights, yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying, I don't think he's going to be, you know, he's. It can either go two ways. Uh, there are two ways, I think, either on the cards or that Canelo takes it takes it late for me. Do you see him getting? Do you anyone see Liam Smith getting knocked out? Yes, you do. Yeah, I think he gets washed. To be honest, I really? think it's really? I think it's complete domination. I think he completely washes him from the first round. On, you know, this is <laughs> it's levels. I can't yeah, I put agree. it any other way than that. Really, like I've said before, the the journey's enough of a hindrance. Everything is against him in this fight. You know, he's not he's not at the Echo Arena. Is it the AT and T? It's Mexican Independence Day. This isn't Steve O'Meara. All due respect to Steve O'Meara, <laughs> this is fucking Canelo Alvarez. He's a top five pound for pound fighter for me. You know, he's a, an elite fighter and he's boxed at elite level. Look, look at the two fighters' records. It's yeah. scary. It's like the day. difference yeah, of course it's it is scary. And I, I agree. And I'm not I'm not trying to say. Like I said, I don't I don't think. Anyways, all I all I mean from my point is I think that Smith has got um, things available to him. I think he's I think he's underrated. I think Canelo will underrate him. He picked yeah, him for no a reason. Yes, um, uh, and I, I I think I think it could be similar to what we've seen at the weekend, where you know where the underdog comes out in a way that probably maybe shocks or not shocks, but you know go oh makes Canelo take a backward step and think blimey alright this guy's maybe yeah. a little bit better than I thought and like, it takes a little bit I think it can go late I, I do. I think Smith's got the skills to, to maybe survive um, what do you class as late? I think I, I, I 10th 10th 11th yeah. round maybe even but I, I did for Box Monthly I've said 8 yeah. he gets you know go Joe Gallagher stops him on the stall towel something 8 8 rounds I want to talk about Joe Gallagher quickly right okay. because Tesco Joe yeah, <laughs> because in <laughs> he's He's uh, he's done a couple of interviews. He's, he's disappointed in the lack of um, attention. Um, he fights on Box Nation. Stop complaining. But in his his argument is is that the, the journalists that usually go out for the fights. Right, so you're one of these. Well, not what goes out, but you're a journalist. Mm-hmm. Tell you that the people that, that usually go out for, for these fights. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he saw at the weekend and said, "Oh, you know, because you know, he was flying out straight away." Mm-hmm. Talking to various journalists, saying, "Okay," and they were all going, "Good luck, Joe. You tell, you know, give our best to Liam." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll see you out there." Oh no, I'm not going. You know, the people of the people that send that cover it all, people like the Paul Haywards of this world, people like that, but will go and cover those big fights mm-hmm. and are not out there. He doesn't feel that 
that his fighters are getting to get anywhere near the recognition. His fighters or Liam? Well, he said Liam started, but even branched out onto the rest of his fighters. He feels that his gym, oh, so his Stephen fighters have to Smith. do treble the amount of work to get the same credit that others that others do. No, no, I'm sorry, no. no. Scott Quigg got a got a paper world title and was called and was called a world champion for over a year. Stephen Smith, that probably didn't get enough. That hardly had any press go out there, but that was because it was at silly clock in the morning. Yeah. It was at a really low weight, which isn't you know they don't really do well with the lower weights over here against a champion nobody had heard of. Um, again, I'm going to keep going back to it. It's the box nation element. How does for how can Frank Warren advertise his fights? His fringe f- channel, and we know it's fringe enough that it's on Sky, and you're paying twelve quid a month for it. He's got newspapers and he's got Talksport. That's it. But does that not does that stop on oh, social media? In term, does that stop in terms of the written press? Yeah, going and doing stuff because no one's watching it. How many people are going to watch that live? I think the only people that are out there, from what I, from what I can tell, is um, uh, the other fellows, Coogan and, yeah. and and James Helder. Yeah. Uh, I think Matt Christie from from Boxing News is out there, yeah. uh, and I'm sure someone the boxing people, boxing well, press. But it, he said it seemed to be very limited. Around, he just seemed he seemed genuinely angry and and upset about it. But we don't we don't feel he's got any. Well, I think it will change really. after this weekend if he puts on a good show. Then. It's a busy couple of weeks for him as well. We'll obviously crawl next week. Well, he'll get big fights, though, because um, if he fights um, Canelo and he puts up a good show, then him and Carl Brook will make money, and that'll get, a, that'll get the press he wants. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's how he loses. I mean, I mean, Amir Khan, he's a name anyway, so he's all right, but um, Canelo's another one who kind of um, transcends a belt. Yeah. Doesn't need a belt, but no. I think Liam Smith needs that belt badly. If he doesn't have the belt, then... He's in trouble. The best he can really hope for is that he that he does what Alex says in the last two round ten and does well doing so. Yeah. If he loses every single round, then it'd be the same same as his, as his little, as his brother Stephen. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to the fight. Like I said, I'm, I'm a I'm a big Liam Smith fan, so I hope he does no, well. I Good like luck him. to him. I like to see yeah. him do well, and you know, and I, I think you know, I think I think it'll be it's good for you know. I, I, I you know I bash on Box Nation a bit. I love Box Nation. I uh, just the the fact the more champions they have the better because it provides competition amongst the promoters in this country and that's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's let's move on because like I said we still got a bit more to cover. I want to talk very quickly. Uh, so Fury Klitschko was announced uh, as officially yeah. officially on the <laughs> 29th of October. Let's see if we get there first yeah. of all. But um, we're happy that this fight. There was rumours that it wasn't going to happen and, and we might have just fallen by the wayside. But we're happy this is on. Yeah. Well, the rumours still persist. But yeah. 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 We're, we're happy it's on. Um, so the press conference was this week. Yep. Tyson didn't turn up. Yep. So the explanation was given that he had terrible traffic, car broke down, and, and then his phone, phone battery died. Yeah. So I'm yeah. assuming that he's probably in like his Maserati with yeah. his iPhone. Yeah. I thought there's a charger in that fucking car. Yeah. So do we what, think... Well, he was on his own and no one else had a phone. Like, do you know what? It was, it was hard and I looked and I felt, you know, I don't always have a huge amount of sympathy for, for Frank and, and for Mick Hennessy and stuff, but I looked at her and I thought... They are they're they're struggling now because you know, the whole point of a press conference with Tyson Fury, and you could the, uh, apparently in the room you could just see the deject um, the dejection that he wasn't there. Dejection? That's a word. No, that's the word. You're right. Yeah, Carry on. Good. You're right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tease like the grammar police. Of like, <laughs> you know, so every time I say something, like that, I have to double. Not just a below the belt of the world. Yeah. Um, so do we purpose on purpose? He didn't turn up. Oh, mind games. Oh, definitely. He's just not turned up. He's just. No, I, I think it's a bit annoying. I think it burns Vlad that um, someone who, who on the surface has so little care for his craft and boxing has beaten him. Yeah. And the fact that he's not shown up to the press conference yeah. is just another slap in the face. I think yeah. it, is, it is mind games. And I think um, 
Vlad's being beaten mentally. Yeah, Vlad's the ultimate professional. Everything's to be done correctly. He's, yeah. You know, even the the first press conference for the postponed fight when Vlad swore, mm. completely out of character. Yeah. You know, and it didn't it sound right coming out of his mouth. But no. I, I completely agree with you. T. He, that was as soon as he did that, Fury won. Fight's yeah. already won. And I think if you know, hopefully, if the fight takes place, I know it's, it's mad that we're saying if still. Um, I, I do like Fury again. I think he reads him again. But yeah, yeah, I do. But we'll talk about that. Closer I think I think the fight is determined on the shape Fury's in. That's all that matters. If Fury's in shape, he wins. If he's not, then doesn't. I think he'll be fine. I think uh, I, I have a weird, it's a weird thing to say. But I actually have quite a lot of trust in in Fury. I don't think that he would let. If the, as soon as the fight goes ahead and everything goes okay, and then they're both in the ring on that night, I don't think he will let. I don't think he'll let people down by being out of shape or anything like that I, I think he'll be alright I, I think he'll be fine I think Uncle Peter wouldn't let him yeah that's, that's my thinking I, I, yeah. I think when you I think where you say you trust Tyson I agree with you but I trust Uncle Peter yeah. Yeah, I so like I said we'll, we'll talk about that closer time but it, I thought it was it was something that happened this week which I thought you know was always built on a bit of funny so um Cal, we want to talk very quickly. Below the belt, fantasy boxing league. Yeah, tell us your thoughts. I've had this idea in my head for a little while now, and I thought, what kind of like, what something fun can we do? You know, something we can, something fun we can do on the pod, and we can get all the listeners involved as well. So what I've got in mind is some sort of fantasy boxing league. So I think we pick fights, we put them on Facebook because get a bit, you know, get the Facebook page going a bit. We put them on Facebook. Everyone does their picks. Uh, we give what we do is no prizes involved just the glory of victory that's what it's about it's about glory and bragging rights um, what I'm thinking is uh, if you get the result right you get a point if you get the method right two points and if you get the round right five points and another thought I have that is if uh, you pick a draw and the draw comes in yeah. you're ten points no, so if you're, that's fair, yeah. if you're okay. really struggling but you know, John, I'm going to pick a draw this time. Yeah. Sort of thing, sort of thing, sort of thing Flav would do. <laughs> he'd pick a draw and it would come in. Yeah. <laughs> it would come in and then it'd be straight to the Lord top it. of the league. So I'm thinking, we'll start off, what I'm thinking is we'll start off with Colin Linares. Oville. Anyone that picks Linares is banned from the Facebook page. Right? <laughs> if Linares wins in the first round, you get 20 points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So the Facebook page is, is B2B pod. Yep. That's obviously facebook.com forward slash B2B pod. So yeah, let's, let's, let's get it going. Message us if, you, if you're interested in that. Yep. And like I said, we get enough traction, we'll, we'll get involved. But we'll all, we'll all be involved with it and we'll, uh, and we'll give up some shout outs for anyone that gets some s- s- terrific predictions right. So might be, able, uh, might be able to tap up Boxing Monthly for some T-shirts or something as prizes because I know they've got some spares. All right, okay, cool. So you can have a signed Alex from Bristol. Yeah, we'll sign uh, vest. We're just going to draw a dick on it. So yeah. I say, I say, Alex from Bristol, the boxer, has not had a good couple of weeks. He's, no, uh, did a little bit of sparring with a guy about to make his pro debut at York Hall next oh, month, uh, and meant to be just taking it easy. Cracked two of my ribs. So Dazza, if you listen to this, he's my trainer. I, he doesn't know because I haven't been back since, just because, <laughs> just because it's been in too much pain. But he's actually, Sam actually managed to do a couple of my ribs, so uh, you're like that. You can tell him that. <laughs> uh, so let's get on to the to the meat. Why we're all here tonight? Okay, <laughs> let's get on with it. Yeah, Anthony Crawler takes on Jorge Linares to determine who is the number one lightweight in the world. Are we, happy? Right? Are we happy that it's Let's, the We'll get to that. Too. Wait. Are we happy with that? Wait. No, I'm not. We're going to get to that. We'll get to it, right? So, the fight's but it's the WBA, the WBC diamond, whatever that is, uh, and the ring magazine belt. So, not very often is the ring magazine belt fought for in... Um, 
uh, in this country. So that's something to be, you know, relatively excited about. It's a big deal for fighters. Mm. Um, but like I said, I think this is this is this is this is the fight. This is what we're all waiting for. So it's a wicked fight. I'm a big I'm a big crawler fan, as you can tell. Uh, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to be about row three. I'm right in there Ooh. with my boy. Ooh. So uh, I'm excited. But okay, I'll let you two have your have your say first. First of all, does this determine the number one lightweight in the world? No. Oh, go on, T. Go on. No. Why? Because I'm not the fucking best lightweight in the world. No, I'm not having it. Come on, Anne. Tell you, give us some context. Who is? Um, it's a bit of a difficult division. Is it? I mean, um, it's a really would, solid division. I, th- I think the problem with Flanagan is that he's on Box Nation once I, again. It's, it's that argument once again. And um, he fought some hundred-year-old bloke the other day, and it was rubbish. Yep. And if he'd have smashed him, that would have probably given him a bit more traction. Fanner, was it? Something like that? Yeah, that's it. He fought in the 90s. So, um, I remember because it reminded Can, and that was just <laughs> it's easy to remember. <laughs> I think, um, I think to be fair, it's, hard. it's difficult to argue against the, the winner of that being number one, but I think they need to do a bit more than just win that fight. Does it prove that they're number one for now? Do you know what? I, do you know what? I, I could see. Do you know what? If you win that, forget fight, the diamond belt. It's a load of fucking nonsense. Yeah, forget but. that. I actually, I'm kind of marking out a bit that the ring belt's on the line. The ring belt's not what it was. It used to be one against two, and that was the ring belt was kind of in sync with the lineal title. Yeah. So I am a, I am a bit of a mark for it. Um, their rank, their rate, the way they do the business now has gone to shit. To be honest, it could be two versus five, and that could be for the ring belt. So it's actually gone to shit a bit. Well, but, here it's one against three. Yeah, this one's one against three. Uh, which I'm not really angry about, but that should only really be the case if it's like extreme circumstances. So, yeah. for example, uh, when Vlad fought Chagayev, yeah. that was one versus three, but he can't fight Vitaly. Yeah. Um, do you know what? The win, yes. To answer your question, yes, the winner is the number one in the division. But, but it is, it they're depends. not the lineal champion. No. But it depends. So, but then we're needing to be we're needing to see Flanagan slatter cannon yeah. after that. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to see against Terry Flanagan as well. That's what I mean. Flanagan. Terry Flanagan. Yeah, he's in the. Hopefully, Terry Flanagan fights that cannon because there's been talking about they talk about that. We could end up with a super four. You know, the Cold War between one and seems to be four slightly. There's slightly, been a couple of fights yeah. that have been made, and you'd like to think that a fight of that magnitude between Colin and Flanagan, if 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 Crawler comes through Linares. Um, comes through. I mean, it's a mag- it's a huge ask yeah. for him to do this, which we'll get onto. But um, we we could end up with a real real super fight. Two two guys. Oh, he's dropped his phone. Come on, man. No phones on a podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, yes. <laughs> it's calm. It's calm that I dropped it. But I hate I hate Quala, so That's not on my phone. Why? Why do you hate? You dropped your phone like Matthew's dropped Quala. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that picture that picture keeps me alive yeah. that, that picture of Quala just on the why? deck why I don't understand I don't you understand love him so much yeah but take that out of it take take my love for Quala out of it where, where are we why I just, oh, I just think he's ordinary man I just can't believe he's had this run of wins I can't believe it I just... <laughs> but does that not prove that he's not ordinary but he's actually fucking is ordinary I, I do you know what if he if he beats Linares then I I like Crawler I like yeah. his I do actually like his style of boxing he is not like no. the other Gallagher fighters the other Gallagher fighters are high guards walking forward yeah. no special effects kind of thing Crawler is that little bit different he does use range a bit better he uses jab a bit better feet it's a I do like Crawler but I just want to see him lose to so I can drink your tears after no <laughs> that's all I want no. I, the whole the, the the story behind it. You know, in terms of the whole burglary and and the and the injury, and that was of planned. That's the views of me not boxing monthly, by the way. Yeah. Never... <laughs> right. <laughs> the, I, I get that it's annoying that then that story is sold, but it, it but it 
we have to accept that that it is a story for the for the casual fan of the people who don't know crime, particularly in uh, in his area. Yeah, that, that's what's really pushed it, right? And and he's coming with with two with with three terrific mm-hmm. performances: mm-hmm. Perez, Perez, um, Barroso, yep. to to win those three fights. You know, no one gave him a, no one gave him a chance against Barroso, and let's have it right. People were saying that he was that that he would he wouldn't even take the fight. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not having that. There was also, there was a lot of people saying that when Barroso beat Mitchell, yeah. people were saying there's no way Quala takes that fight. Yeah, not in a million years. Mitchell, turn yeah, but that's weight. fine. But people, yeah, but you I can't have it both ways. No, but I don't think nobody was thinking Quala would win. I think you're slightly. He's taking a narrative in there. Yeah. No, I'm not. You're, you're, you're recreating. I saw so much of people saying that they won't, but it wouldn't take that Barroso. Who are these people? No, I mean people just on social media and other other podcasts that I listen to. You just said no one was giving Quala a chance. You're rewriting. Oh, history. I just meant chance of taking the, of actually taking the fight. But also, Broser, there was also many people that had him as the underdog. He was the underdog in that fight. Fair to say? Yeah, I think he was. He was, wasn't he? Uh, bookies with the bookies. Yeah, definitely. I think he was. Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, just I, fact, I, I, I think. I think there was an element. I think. I, you know, I, I think I probably crossed my mind that he wouldn't take the Barroso fight because he hadn't really fought many punches, you know, at lightweight. Um, so Barroso was the first proper puncher that he faced in a in a good while, probably since Derry Matthews, and Derry Matthews isn't a world level puncher. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, I think, you know, credit he deserves the credit. Okay, so well, let's let's talk about the fight itself. Yeah. What, what? Give me, give me a. I say prediction, but give me how, how do you, how do you, how do you see the fight going? I think it's going to be nip and tuck. I think it's going to be a real. I think it's going to be a real chess match early on. Yeah. Um, I think Crawler's going to respect, uh, going to respect um, Linares's power um, because he can bang. I know he has jumped up the weights a bit, but he definitely can punch. Um, and, uh, Kevin Mitchell knows that. Um, but and I think I think uh, Linares, being the elite champion that he is, would have seen Crawler and would go, okay, this guy likes to lead, you know, he, he likes to box. I'm going to box too. And I think it'll be. I think it's going to take a little while to catch fire. I think around the middle rounds is when it will. Um, and I think it'll be. I do think it'll be a pretty tasty fight in the second half. In terms of prediction. Uh, <sighs> I th- I'm put, I, maybe I put too much stock in journeys, but I do think it's important. People travelling, I do think it's it is really important. I think it yes. does give Crawler a strong advantage fighting at home. I think yeah. absolutely his fans, his climate, his time zone. He, you know, it's it suits him, and I think I do just lean towards Crawler. I think Linares' inactivity as well will probably put it in Crawler's favour. Yeah. I hope Crawler gets beat. So, so Linares has had hand issues, am I right? I yeah, he broke his hand. That was why he got... See, I just completely ignored that, then. <laughs> that was why he got stripped of the WBC belt, and that's why his latter kind has got it now, yeah. because he broke his hand and they stripped him. It was fucking stupid. Yeah, it's a complicated kind of journey that we've managed to get to, you know, particularly yeah. with this WBC diamond thing. I've, I've not... I haven't heard of a diamond belt before now, have you? Really? Really? Oh, no. No, but I mean, in terms of, of it marketed the, the way that it is now... <laughs> They've been doing the rounds for a little while. I think Cotto Mayweather was for the diamond belt. Oh, really? WBC okay. diamond belt, yeah. But it, it's not as good as the, the Emerald belt, which was what Mayweather won against Pacquiao. That's mm. where the real cream Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, oh, no, but Chocolatito against Cuadras was for the Onyx belt. Not even fucking kidding. It was made of Onyx. Did you not see? I try and ignore it as much yeah. as possible. It was for the world title, the, you know, the yeah. WBC title, but it was made of Onyx. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that might be a little disadvantage to, to Quala, depending on how you see it, is yeah. obviously the fact that um, Liam Smith is out fighting um, 
uh, Canelo yeah. means that this la- in his last week of training, there's no there's no trainer. Yeah. Our trainer isn't there. I don't think the last week really means much. Well, it, <clears throat> yeah, so it's gone from the, yeah, from the Saturday to Saturday. He's, re- he's ready now. It's tapering down. Yeah. It's it's more about game plan than anything. It's just you're tapering down your training and you're working on the game plan. I think Gallagher was disappointed. I think it, Gallagher said that he begged uh, Eddie Hearn to try and make the Golovkin Brook fight later on for the, like the, for the 24th and let. Um, uh, yes, yeah, I've got those dates mixed up. But basically, to move to move the dates around, but uh, but, it, but it didn't happen. So it's obviously something that Gallagher didn't ideally didn't want to do. And he, his point was that look, you know, the fighters he'd spoken to to Freddie Roach and to Virgil Hunter and, and said, you know, this is the situation I'm in. And, and apparently, Freddie Roach had told him, no, you know, I, I tell my promoters the dates when it can and can't yeah. be. Well, that's weird because he he, sta- he stayed in London to to cut to do the you know the Callum Smith and Paul Smith fight, which is I just think, pointless, isn't it? Yeah. I think Liam Gallagher could have done their corners and they both <laughs> would have been fine. Yeah, it's. Uh, so I don't know whether that holds much stock, but I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. It doesn't happen very often, does it? Um, I think I think the same as you, Cal. I think I think it might take a little bit of time to to go go. And I think um, one thing that Crawler can do is he can he can execute a game plan very well. So if he's told, like like we saw against um, Barossa, um I, obviously I don't expect Lenares to come forward and as quickly as as, as Barossa did in those first few rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but he may do. But I can see Anthony taking and kind of sucking up. Pressure or yeah. relative pressure, those early, ra- early rounds, and then start and then start to build it in. I hope, I just hope, you know, Lenares is 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 quality, mm-hmm. um, and you know, all right, and activity means that maybe he's come off people's radar a little bit. But I just hope that if we're getting into the sixth or seventh round, that he isn't, you know, you know, three four rounds down yeah. uh, at that point, because you know, as much as much as I do, I'm not sure. I think he could. I think he can stop Linares, but I, I just I wouldn't like that pressure on it. Nah. I'd like him to be relatively in control in the, by those mid rounds. But it's 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 gonna. I think it's gonna be a great fight. I think when it does catch fire, it it could be it could be really good. And I, I'm really excited uh, about being there. So I I'm gonna go with a crawler. Um, I'm gonna go with a crawler points decision. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, Linares. TKO round ten. Yeah, oh. raining blows. Similar to Mitchell. The thing is, I'm not going to be. I'm going to be sat there, right, in a, in a nice seat. So I've, sp- I've, I've splashed out for the first time in a long time on these types of yeah. things. I thought, you know, I'm a big fan, of that, and I'm, I'm going to go. So I'm going with a friend of mine, and I know that if if Crawler loses, that my friend's going to turn and look at me and go, "God, you're really taking this hard, aren't you?" And 60 percent of it will be because of you lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Crawler. I like Crawler, but if he if he if he loses, I'm going to pop like Mayweather's to stop Golovkin. I'm going to go mad. My Just, phone will be off. Yeah. So, okay, so that's that's great. The undercard on the show, I'm poor. So, obviously, we had Isaiah Burton versus Frank Buglioni for the um, uh, for the British for title. The part, didn't it? Yeah, for the British yeah. light heavyweight title. Yeah, which Buglioni's had to pull out, unfortunately. I'm not. I'm still not 100% sure on who Isaiah Burton's fighting but, now. I mean, they're going to sling a load of fights in last minute when we've had the, had the A-side. Yeah, we've got kind of bends on them. We've also got... Um, there's, there's a, like I said, another domestic fight which which looks like it could be good fun, but it's not, like I said, there's not too what much about, to really um, go into, to be honest. Oh, who's the British lightweight champion? Scott, the, he's with Gallagher. Oh, Cardle. Yes, yeah. Cardle. Yes, Cardle. Ooh. Is he not fighting on it? Because he's so. from. Yeah, yeah. I haven't paid a huge amount of attention because it kept getting changed on, on yeah. the matching website the other day, and 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 it was still it was still being chopped and changed. So. So we'll, we'll see, but like I said, I'm, it's, I'm there for crawler. I'll be there with my big, I'm sure my big pad- crawler foam finger, foam finger sandwich board and bell, <laughs> <laughs> ringing it around. Okay, cool. So 
pretty much wrapping up because I had a lot to discuss this week we're going to have a lot to discuss over the coming weeks as well uh, which, we'll, which we'll review uh, as we go along so thanks again for listening it's been a it's been a pleasure I like talking about Crawler as you know I only give it 10 minutes we could have gone a half hour I could have kept going Yeah. we do another half hour no, I'd oh, rather no. talk about Yusik Glovaki, to be honest. Ah. Well, That's going to be fucking that savage. That is, that is. Uh, Cruiserweight oh. thrown off another. I want, I want Glovaki to win just because that fucking Barnet Yusik's got, to oh, be that's honest. That's pretty bad. I want Glovaki to win. Plus, he beat my boy Marco Huck, so I want him to win because of that too. Yeah, I think maybe they're landing up Bellew, so maybe that's why yeah, that you was, made that point actually. Yeah, no, I think I think that's that's definitely that could you know why are you gonna why are Sky suddenly interested in the cruiserweights? Yeah, exactly. They're you know they wouldn't normally touch a fight like that. It's the kind of fight that normally end up on Box Nation, and now yeah. suddenly they they want a piece of it. But also, I mean, it's a fantastic division. So you, is it happening in Poland? Yep. Tickets available. I heard today. So is if it? anyone fancies a little trip, I It's uh, I'd like to because there are mental fans out there. Yeah. It's. Uh, that's going to be good. Yeah. I think. Um, what, what, all right, let's have a prediction for that then. Did you did you give us a prediction then, or did you just round? Glovaki. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm completely biased though. I'm completely biased. What's your thoughts on Yusuf? Just not. We don't know um, yet. Uh, yeah, we're not really sure. He's like nine and zero. Saying he's got. Yeah. yeah, he's like nine and zero. I'm excited by him. I'm, I'm going to go am, with Yusuf. My my prediction is going to be Yusuf. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. He does it. No, Glovaki, my, my, my boy. It's my I'm boy. Not, I'm not sure. I don't want to go Glovaki. Yes. Barney just. I don't know. Yes. I like it. Well, that's, that's going to be entertainment. Make, Oville make sure beats him all anyway. Oville beats him all. King Oville. Isn't he fighting in a couple of weeks? He's fighting Marco Huck. Yeah. And obviously we've got Nathan Cleverly versus Bramer as well coming up, that's which we'll, we'll talk about in. So uh, we'll save that for another time, yeah. I think. Yeah. So again, thanks for listening. Again, remember to message us on, on Facebook to get involved with the Boxing Fantasy League. It's facebook.com forward slash B2B pod. Uh-huh. Uh, Send us uh, just send us a message. Let us know you're interested, yeah. and we'll we'll get that set up. What's and we'll Twitter get handle? Uh, Twitter handle is at below the belt underscore. Uh, and like I said, you can message us on Twitter as well. If you give like, us some of those involved. sexy iTunes reviews as well. They're always nice. Yeah, it's nice. A very kind one so far. So thank you very much. All right, let's go, oh. Team Crawler. Let's do it. Come money on, team, money team. Podcast Network.